And here we go. It is your Monday right now with Travis and Sliwa on 710 ESPN. It is a million-dollar Monday. We've got your chance at a mill as we begin nine hours of L.A. sports talk. We do it each weekday, 9.55 a.m., Travis and Sliwa, 12.55 p.m., the OGs, Mason in Ireland, and 3.55 p.m., Sedato and Cap for your afternoon drive. So yesterday in the Southland, at the same time, Travis was hosting Rams pregame while Sliwa was hosting Lakers pregame. And then both teams got shellacked. I'm sorry, guys. What happened yesterday at SoFi? We're going to try to uncover it. And Travis is going to mention Jared Goff for no reason. Meanwhile, I mean, Lakers, it was just preseason, so we're not worried about that. Plus, we've got your Real Dodgers talk, and it's National Taco Day. Well, that's something to be excited for, kids. Travis and Sliwa, your Monday right now. Here we go. Live from LA Live. Sweet tea, Travis Rogers. Hit him in the face, Sliwa. I'll still take the face. Travis and Sliwa right now. Yeah. There was quite a bit going on yesterday, Al. There was, you know. Morales ready to go. Look at Morales. He's always ready to go. Kind of got me fired up here. I'm not going to do it, by the way. We'll see. Maybe I'll do it. You never know. You'll find a way to do it. You never know. Here's a funny thing. I'm not sure what you're talking about, but you'll still find (laughs) a way to do it. Probably a pretty safe bet along the way. Don't forget all of the things that Chris mentioned. We're going to talk about the Dodgers and where they ended up, and the Rams got absolutely torched yesterday. They looked really lousy. Uh, We'll get into the Monday Night Football game. Mm -hmm. The Lakers opened up their preseason. Fourth quarter, Lakers, Nets, six minutes left to go. Let's break it down. (laughs) All of that. And? Million Dollar Mondays, right? This is the only station giving you a chance to win a million bucks. you got to listen all day to play Million Dollar Mondays. And just for playing the game, you could win Rams-Lions Rams Lions tickets. tickets. There you go. I knew you were fired up for that. Rams-Lions tickets. Ooh. The return of uh, that guy, October 24th at SoFi Jared Stadium. Goff. Jared Say his Goff. name. Put some respect name. on his name. Uh, you can do that. So make sure that you're listening all day long. We're going to give you a winner. Sedano and Cap will give you a winner. Mason and Ireland will give you a winner. Everybody. So we got you covered all day long. Um. Where do you even start after a day like that? I mean, you I, were at Staples Center. I already I'm broke it down. You, you got it? You ready? I already broke it down. Hit me. Six minutes left to go. Lakers' defense was awful in that fourth quarter. They outscored <laughs> by 23. I mean, just pick it up. You Let, know, I mean, can I just say this? <laughs> sure. Wednesday, Lakers have the Phoenix Suns, 3 p.m. start uh, in Phoenix. Okay. Some would call it a must win. <laughs> Yeah, some might. Some would <laughs> yeah, look some might. at the second game. Uh, Trav, to be honest with you, I don't know where to start. I think probably the smartest place to go from here, let's talk some Dodgers baseball. I Yeah, I, look, I just am glad that the Lakers did us all a favor and didn't play LeBron and didn't play Melo yeah, and yeah. didn't play Russell Westbrook because then there would have been a whole other thing, a little bit easier to kind of prioritize where, where we're going with this stuff that those guys had uh, the, the afternoon off. 106 wins, Mm -hmm. 106 wins, Mm -hmm. and that's not good enough? The (laughs) second place 106-win Dodger team that now finds himself in a wild card on Wednesday. 106. By the way, the way this ended, the the fact that the Padres won a game on Saturday to put some pressure on the Giants going into Sunday's game, okay, now the Giants have to win. If they don't, there would have been a game 163rd time. It's almost poetic that it finished off the regular season this way, that it came down to one game, that it came down to the final game of the regular season, that the San Francisco Giants, when their back was against the wall once again, they, they came up. through. Yeah, uh, you know, tip your cap whether you want to or not. That's an unbelievable, unbelievable season that the San Francisco Giants had. 107 wins, and the Dodgers, as great as they've played, as great as they ended off the season 
couldn't make up the ground from three months ago or whatever the case is and, and find themselves one game back. No, the Dodgers have won 9 of 10. How many in a row have they won at home? Like 12, 15. 15. 15. <laughs> Excuse me, I was yeah. thought it was only 12. 15 yeah. in a row at home. They are playing their best baseball of the season mm-hmm. despite getting some bad luck yesterday, getting some bad luck on Friday night. And they still won 106 games. That's tied for the franchise more. It just it was an extraordinary season. And here we are, about two days away from maybe it being over in nine innings, or maybe it being the beginning of a back-to-back World Series run. It is. I, I am so, so deeply extreme. conflicted yeah, yeah, be- yeah. between this entire thing because let's just start right here. And I want you to listen to Dave Roberts where he's talking about the regular season and what winning 106 games means. I'm really uh, proud of our guys. I, I think. You know, to go through what we went through and to win a lot of ball games, it was a great regular season. It was. Um, you have to uh, give credit to the Giants. Uh, they had an even better regular season. And so they went out and uh, as uh, perennial, annual, National League West champions as we are, uh, they they uh, they took it from us. Um, and uh, I don't think that we just gave it away. Um, our guys didn't waver all year. And um, so... It's not the the path that we uh, planned out, but now our focus just turns to Wednesday and, and winning a ball game on Wednesday. I think he nailed it. I, I that's exactly right. This this is not a team that was projected to win 110 games, and for injuries or trades or bad luck or poor performances or whatever, sneaks into the wild card with 85 wins. It's not what ha- they they did almost exactly what they were projected to do. Maybe a little bit differently with a few different guys than you would have thought of. But I don't look at this as some hey, what have they done? They won 106 games. What else are you supposed to do other than exactly that? They fought down to the last single day of the season, and here they are. It's just that the Giants put together this miracle season where they didn't lose for two months Mm -hmm. it's just an extraordinary compliment to them Dodgers did have a great regular season there's no there's no other way about it even if it didn't result in a division championship you said something right there you said what are they supposed to do I I don't think they could have done anything more in the regular season Trav could they have got a couple games you know can we look back and say well you know if they didn't do this against Cincinnati or if they beat St. Louis three or four a month ago can yeah you can do that with with any uh, uh, any matchup through 162 games but I'll tell you what they can do at this point win Wednesday <laughs> I, I honestly Al I can't that, that's what I, they I just, can do. I, I just can't I I we'll, we'll get there I'm gonna get there and we can talk about I look I've already spent more time mm-hmm. thinking about who should play first base on Wednesday than maybe I've considered any other question in my entire adult you were life. in you were in Bergman's office <laughs> yeah. as if it was a board of directors meeting <laughs> that had gone on for seven hours and you both walked out sweating this is more important and stressed out and I think you guys still didn't figure out who's going to play first I had the conversation with you guys mm-hmm. I've had the conversation with Greg yep. I've had a text conversation with a friend of mine who is my baseball insider yep. I had another text conversation with some other buddies who watch baseball pretty closely and I've gotten like six different opinions on yeah. who should play first base yeah and I don't know I, I I'm working my way through all of okay this. can I can I say this because this was so much of a conversation over the last couple of weeks um I I really respect and and you might disagree with me on this one I really respect how the Dodgers played through the regular season Mm -hmm. let me and I think this is going to bode well for them Walker Buehler was fantastic yesterday Walker (sighs) Buehler's had two solid starts in a row that if we had a conversation about a little bit of doubt from Walker Buehler 
he's got to feel good mentally walking into the postseason. He really does. What did he strike out yesterday? Was it 11? 11 in five yeah. innings, yeah. something along he those fantastic. lines. fantastic. And really, you know, they kind of threw in the towel after five innings anyways because they knew, okay, uh, San Francisco is going to end up beating the Padres, so they could be a little more, little bit more strategic with their lineups and start taking guys out. But I, I, I genuinely, genuinely believe this. I think if the, I think if the Dodgers stopped fighting for the division a week ago, um, I, I think I'd have a different taste in my mouth. I think you'd have a different taste in your mouth. I think a lot of Dodger fans would have had a different taste in their mouth. I think the fact that they played it through. They did everything they possibly can and got within one game of catching the San Francisco Giants. And I think through that process, um, Julio's looked good. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, uh, I don't need to talk about Walker Bueller. Scherzer hasn't looked good oh, his last couple of— I think you do need of... to talk about Walker Bueller, but keep going. Um, as in he he looked like the Walker Bueller that yeah, you're accustomed to watching. Yes. And I think that also can bode well in the postseason. For Scherzer, sure. we'll find out on Wednesday because I think there's a you know a, a few question marks there. Mm-hmm. I respect that they played it through. I think this will help them. And unfortunately, the way that this is all you know obviously built, it's going to come down to one game against the St. Louis Cardinals. But I still walk away 162 games saying that's the way they should have played it. I. I agree with most of that. I I respect the fact that they fought to the very end. I respect the fact that they came. They, look, they had two games. They had no business winning, right? They had the, they had the game where they hit the four home runs in against the, the Padres. Weren't supposed to win that game. Yep. They had the game where they fell behind. Was it five to one against the Brewers? And That's right. Trey Turner hits a grand slam. Yep. You're not the Brewers are really good. Remember, they were down nine five to the Padres yep. when they came back and went eleven nine. So they've fought like crazy, mm-hmm. and and I agree with you. And you say, yeah, I respect them for that. Me too. Me too. I I don't think and, and this goes back to what i've been saying for a couple of weeks here and i'm not talking about you know setting up for the wild card and all that i really don't know how much momentum there is on wednesday because cardinals have were just unconscious well, right? they have they, momentum too they, they they do but they've also lost three of their last five the mm-hmm. dodgers are playing their best baseball of the season that Corey seager had three Corey seager raised his batting average something like 20 points in two weeks mm-hmm. that's almost impossible to do this late into the season and he did it trey turner gets two hits a night justin turner is hot you've got all of these things bueller all, but it comes down to the, the just the total complete and it's exhilarating and exciting and terrifying simultaneously the randomness of one game i think the dodgers will win i think they have a better team i think that they're playing really well i think that they are fully focused and present like you're talking about this is no hey we got this thing coming they've been playing do or die games mm-hmm. for 2 weeks okay they're they're locked in it doesn't really matter once that first pitch gets thrown on for both sides. I don't think anybody really has the advantage lies in that the Dodgers are a little bit better than the Cardinals, maybe more than a little bit. They won 16 more games than the Cardinals did. Mm -hmm. That's more than a little bit. But Adam Wainwright's a real pitcher in a real game with real experience. And this is not some kid who's having a great season, who's never pitching. This is a guy that's been around the block a long time. Same thing for Max Scherzer. Bunch of those Cardinal players, guys like Paul Goldschmidt, those guys aren't going to be nervous in this game. Yeah. You know, Justin Turner's not going to be nervous for these guys have been through this. That's why it's so scary. But you know what, Trev? When you set it up like that, it makes me even want to lean more towards it's set up for you. 
and I know it's baseball, and I know anything can happen in one game. You're at Dodger Stadium. The place is going to be rocking. Max Scherzer is on the mound. How many runs did the Dodgers have over the last five games? 46 runs 46 in five 46 runs in the last five games. I think Trey Turner has uh, 41 <laughs> RBIs, okay? But they're, they're probably not far off. I, I know what you're going to say, and I know that a lot of listeners out there probably feel the same way. It's a nerve-wracking game you got coming up on Wednesday. It's BS that they're in this position, that they're in their spot. I could go through all this. But Travis, if you walk away from Wednesday winning, you take care of the St. Louis Cardinals. Hey. I, I, I know you don't want to talk about the momentum and no, things no, no. along those lines. That takes you right up to San Francisco on Friday with Bueller or Julio grabbing the ball and let's go. And I, I think it could be kind of a catapult, like you mentioned, to potentially I, I, I getting back to back last World week. Series. I think if they win on Wednesday, I think they win the World Series. They're still the favorite. By the I, way, yeah. Have you ever heard of a maybe I have a wild card team, the favorites to win it all? Uh, no, I haven't. But how often have we seen a wild card team with win 106, 106 wins? wins? Yeah, you know, look, here's somebody. Whether it's the Giants or Dodgers, potentially both. 107 wins, best in baseball. 106 wins, second best in baseball. Mm -hmm. One of them will be out in the division round for sure. Yep. Potentially both of them could be out in the division round. If St. Louis That's beats right. the Dodgers and then turns around and beats That's the Giants, right. That's they right. could have them both out before you've even gotten to the semifinals. And Major League Baseball really wanted to pr protect the Brewers. You know, I get it. It's funny you say that. And mm -hmm. I was thinking about this because of the, the formatics of it all, right? Go back to 1993. That was the last year in Major League Baseball before there was a wild card. Mm -hmm. The Giants won 103 games and did not make the postseason. They changed the rules. They made the adjustment. They changed the rules. I would not be surprised, and especially considering that you're going into a, a CBA year, right, where they're going to renegotiate uh, the easy collective adjustment. bargaining agreement. This is an easy fix. Easy I would, fix. I wouldn't be surprised if by the time we get to the next baseball season, if it's not a, hey, look, let's seed these according to win totals. 100%. It's a, it's an easy fix, and I think there was enough of – who was it that wrote the article a couple weeks ago about, hey, just embrace Bradford how exciting? Yeah. I'm not saying he's wrong because it was exciting. It's just not right. Yeah. Right? Like, it's, it's just the system is not right. You know what's exciting? It would be incredibly exciting to see – um, the Lakers and the Nets in the, in the first, first round. round. Mix all the, the divisions together. High. Yeah, stakes are <laughs> It doesn't mean it's right. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I got you. Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. If you would like to participate in the show today, Travis Lee Nation, on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, you can send us an Ask Slee on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is back, so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. So we got a lot of Dodger baseball to get into. We haven't even talked about Clayton Kershaw's season probably coming to an end. Max Muncy's postseason maybe coming to an end. That doesn't look so good as also we got that to get into and we got to talk about the Rams getting absolutely smacked yesterday they they were not good Matt Stafford was bad though the offense was very very stagnant the defense gave up a ton of yards I thought Al that Sean McVay had one of his worst days as got the head coach coached. of the Rams I thought so too yep. I thought that there were a couple of decisions and this wasn't even second guessing in the moment this was what the hell's he doing right mm -hmm. now? And and I don't. I you could count on one hand the time I've seen Sean McVay do something. And say, well, that doesn't seem like a good idea. And it happened twice yesterday. Kingsbury was better than McVay. Kyler Murray was um, 
I don't know how much better than Matthew Stafford, but you mm-hmm. can't play as good as Kyler Murray was he yesterday. Was fantastic. Um, a game that you thought, hey, this is going to set up. You're four and zero. Okay, you're going to got this tough game going into Seattle. Ended up being a shellacking by the Arizona Cardinals. That now, listen, I, it changes week to week. A, a week ago, last week, we're sitting here and we're saying Rams are the best team in football. There's no question about it. Now everybody's going to sit back and say the Cardinals are the best team in football. Rightfully so. You can make that case sure. that they are the best. The only undefeated team in the only NFC. Only undefeated, and they took care of, obviously, the Los Angeles Rams on the road. It's going to change week to week. I, I thought yesterday should have been a healthy eye-opener for the Los Angeles Rams that you're not the biggest and the baddest in the league. You actually got a long way to go, and luckily it's only week four. I thought there were two really important things that took place at SoFi Stadium in that game yesterday. I'm going to tell you exactly what both of them are when we come back. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I don't know if there's anything I want to see less than Chris's DMs on Instagram. I think that's right near the bottom of the list on things I need to see. Every night he screenshots them and sends them to me. We analyze them together so, in the morning. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. When when the uh, when the knock on the door at three o'clock, sir, we'd like to discuss some of your Instagram activity. <laughs> that uh, it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. I have uh, I have a bone to pick with you. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, Emily can vouch for this, the mm-hmm. accuracy of what I'm about to say, because she was sitting uh, just down uh, on the the table from Kirk and myself yesterday during the Rams pregame show. And at first, doing the Lakers pregame show when you yeah, were doing that, yeah, yeah. So, but <laughs> I, I think that I deserve credit okay. for creating Ask Slee and promoting Ask Slee. Mm-hmm. No one has been a bigger advocate for Ask Slee than Travis. That Rogers. is true. That's that fair. is true. Okay. Yep. Good. That's a good starting point. But it's turned mm-hmm. now. When I'm sitting there doing the pregame show, people are coming up here, and here is the response that I've gotten from just about everybody that comes by. Hey, Trav, love the show. Mm-hmm. Where's Sliwa? Mm. Not, hey, Trav, love you and Sliwa. It's love the show, where's Sliwa? And then very quickly it transitions into Ask Slee is my favorite segment. Slee's hilarious. Slee kills that segment every single time you do it. I don't like that you're getting all the credit for this. If I was there, this is what would happen. If I was at the Rams pregame show <laughs> yesterday, um, you'd be like, uh, hey, Al, great to have you here. This is awesome. Kirk and I are going to talk some football here. You grab me a water. Grab me a water over there. <laughs> no. I think there's a couple. You, you have go fans. around the other side of the. I think the water is in the other side of SoFi. If you can go down Inglewood Drive, there's not an Inglewood Drive. So, so yesterday, I'm sitting there. Break comes. Mike from the Department of Water and Power (DWP). Okay. He comes up to me yesterday. He's so fired up. He loves the station. I listen all day. Awesome. You guys are my favorite show. I love Astley. Astley is my favorite segment. So, Mike, I while I appreciate you coming by, mm-hmm. Mike from DWP, and giving us the love, I don't like that it was directed exclusively at you. It I think makes me feel a certain way. Mike has to raise his standards a couple notches. <laughs> I think he will soon find out that there's other things that uh, that are better. No, we appreciate the love, and I, I know you get it. It was actually cool yesterday. I was talking about this for a brief second. 
16,000 fans at Staples Center yesterday. Yeah, it's nice. You know the last time Staples Center? Do you know... When AD missed a three against the Nets before it all shut Brooklyn. down. Yeah. That's right. He misses the three against yeah. Brooklyn. Do you understand that going through a season last year, forget the Orlando bubble year because we're doing everything from inside the studio trying to, you know, John and Michael as best as they can, um, calling the games from inside the studio, mm -hmm. right? Where the environment was always being inside of an arena. How about being inside of an arena where there's nobody? I'm like, why don't we just <laughs> do this the at the local YMCA and save the electricity bill at it, Staples Center? It's so funny. So, you know, I get to do the Rams pregame show. We get there early, and I have to walk through SoFi Stadium to get to our – and it, there's nobody in there other than the people that are working the concession yeah. stands and yeah. all that. They're getting set up to do their mm -hmm. day of work. It's weird to be in a stadium with no people. It's always very, very odd. But the it was great yesterday, even it, though it was a preseason game. Sixteen thousand yeah. fans. You have even yes last year when you were in the playoffs against Phoenix. I think you were maxed out at maybe seventy hundred, seventy five hundred fans. Or crowds something like are that. good. Crowds are good. So the two things that took place during the game yesterday that I came away with. Okay. Number one, uh, Arizona is much better than I thought. Kyler Murray has improved dramatically from last season to this season. How about the swag the Cardinals had? Absolutely. All over. I mean, it, it almost felt like there's kind of a, a vibe that the Cardinals had. We're supposed to be here. Nope, we'll look you. We'll look at the baddest team in the NFL. We'll walk into your new house, your $5 billion home, and we'll come out not just squeaking out a win, dominating, you could say, for four quarters. I, I was incredibly impressed as well. They looked like the better team yesterday, more or less from the opening kickoff. They were in complete control of that game in the second half. They, they were in control of that game for most of the second quarter, and it didn't look like something weird was happening. It just looked like they were giving it to them. <laughs> this was not a, ah, this is a bad day. I mean, it was. Matt Tafford was not good. There was a whole bunch of Sean McVay decisions that we'll get to in a decision that I didn't think were good. But this was not – it was exactly like the Tampa game, just the other the other direction 100%. where one team mm -hmm. looked decidedly better than the other. The other part of the, that jumps out at me, not just that Arizona is much better than I thought, that NFC West is going to be a grind. There are four really good teams in that division. Seattle got off to a weird start, but they went into San Francisco yesterday and won a tough game. Mm -hmm. Arizona's the only unbeaten team in the NFC. I know that the Rams got killed yesterday. Rams are good. Rams are fine. Rams they'll, are, they'll be fine. The, the Rams are a good team that had a bad day, then they got beat by a very good team. You know what's you know what's game I'm most looking forward to now? Let me just kind of pretend and just let me jump to the schedule. What's the date that the Rams are in Arizona? Because yeah. there's going to be Monday some football game. There's going to be some. Okay, we want some payback. We want to do what DeAndre Hopkins and and some of these other guys from Arizona were doing, where they were just looking into the crowd, like keep it down, everybody, keep it down here at SoFi, uh, just to kind of play off of what you just said. The NFC West, if tell me a better division in football. First of all, the only one that could even maybe get close mm -hmm. enough is the one we're getting tonight at SoFi is the AFC West. Okay, so with that in mind, um, you got this Thursday night game. It's going to be a short turnaround for the Rams. You win that game in Seattle, you're four and one. Mm -hmm. That means your first five games with Tampa part of the with schedule, tough ones. with Seattle part of the schedule, Arizona. That means you're four and one mm -hmm. and. At worst, you're a game behind Arizona, depending what Arizona does this weekend against San Francisco. Correct. You lose that game, you're three and two. Um, Seattle's three Seattle's and two. Seattle's three and two with a hypothetical, right? Tiebreaker they have just because they have that one win against you. Yep. Arizona then has a two game advantage on you. 
It's uh, unless I San Francisco beats them. They, unless they, San Francisco beats them, and, and that's where I keep coming back to it. And Which I don't think they I, will. I agree with you. I think that the game coming up on Thursday, we're going to spend a lot of time on that this week. Oh, how Short good week, is this? It's going to be fantastic. Wednesday night, Thursday night. I mean, there's so many good stuff going Lakers on right on now. Friday night for you, preseason game number two, eighty-six left to don't go. Don't you that one. jump the Suns game on Wednesday, <laughs> Lakers Suns, which then leads to the Dodgers yeah, no, and we, the Cardinals. We've got all of that. Here's the rub, and I agree with you that after the three and zero start, that get win against Tampa, best team in the NFL that everybody's mm-hmm. saying. And I look, I was part of the course too. If they do lose back to back games, if they mm-hmm. do go up to Seattle and lose it, it will feel bad. I'm not I'm not pretending that it won't. But I'm telling you, whoever wins that NFC West is going to have four or five losses. No nobody is coming through this thing. You're right. That's with, a good point. With, with two losses, three losses. No. The, the division's too difficult. Mm-hmm. Some you could win that division at 12 and 5. I wouldn't be shocked if the division winner comes out of that thing at 11 and 6. They're, those are four good teams. They're all going to pick each other off. I don't want to make this sound stupid. But if they lose on Thursday to Seattle and you're three and two, it's a disappointing start to the season. I I, I, I would think far. it's a I wouldn't go that far. If they go three and two mm-hmm. after already being Tampa, losing two games in a row, both of them divisional, you don't think it's a disappointing start? No, I don't, because you're on the right side of five hundred. You beat the defending Super Bowl champs. You've shown a lot of really good football. It would be it would be something far less. You'd than be what disappointed they're that for. they're three and two. If I, I'd I, have told you before the season started that they're three and two, I don't I, think you would have. I, I don't think you would have signed up for I it. I think this is the five most difficult game stretch of their season. I think that it's still early. Still have at San Francisco. No, still do. have at Green I, Bay. I still have. There are, but they're not stacked up three in a row like this. This, this is the part where you go bang, bang, bang. Um, I would prefer four and one, obviously, but I don't think three and two is. Uh oh, what the hell's going on with this team? I think it's they had two divisional games. Arizona caught them flat-footed. The Rams look gassed yesterday they just did not look good at all just win in seattle that's yeah. all i'm saying win in seattle and everything is you're right back into the conversation as best team in the league i still believe even though they got crushed yesterday that they're one of the best teams in the league i i don't disagree with that i'm just saying that this seattle game is for the regular season early on it, it might go down as one of the more important games all season because of losing that game against arizona by the way can i just say this um, Funches, do you have any type of anything that any kind of sound there that has some type of clapping or some type of cheering? Anything? If you got something, just give it to me. Uh, Travis, we have gone 24 minutes. Actually, at five minutes on top of that, we've gone 29 minutes. Talk Dodgers, talked Rams, and my man at no point brought up Jared Goff. What an accomplishment, everybody! What, what an accomplishment! What a great day! You even brought up the Detroit Lions and Million Dollar Mondays, yeah. and you didn't talk about Jared Goff. This look—it's about Matt my Stafford. friends is a great way to start the week. It's about Matthew Stafford. It's about his development as the Rams quarterback. It's about bouncing back. Everybody left. Everybody left by the time the ovation came. Everybody already took off. It's it's, it's just, you know, this is part of sports. Resiliency. Recovering from a bad day. I don't know why I was getting the tweets last night and you weren't even tagged on them of how many people saying, uh, how long do you think Travis will find a way to bring up Jared Goff in the loss against the Arizona Cardinals. Look, I'm just saying that there's exactly one winless team in the league. Two, Jacksonville, which uh, has their own issues. What a shocker. (laughs) Detroit is part of that mix. (laughs) The crazy part is they could have won at least two of those games, maybe three. Speaking of uh, Urban Meyer, kind of an interesting moment over the weekend for him that had nothing to do with football. We'll get into that next. Travis Lee's brought to you by Goodyear, with you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear, more driven. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. 
Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Will you let John Facenda do his thing? Don't you dare cut off Chris in the middle yeah, of this I was chat. Upset that that Chris, was live. I was upset that Chris was interrupting John Facenda and the autumn wind is a raider. I wanted to listen to that. This kind of fires me up. It's a big game tonight, isn't it? It is a big game. It really has a, a okay. buzz to it. It's so, awesome. So there's a couple things going on. We all know, okay, yeah, Chargers and the Raiders, yeah. Funches and I. <laughs> What's going on? We're head-to-head right now in fantasy football. I cannot tell you. I've known Funches for a long time. The dirty looks I'm getting this morning. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like him. The things he says <laughs> under his breath when I walk away. The slee, you got no shot tonight. I'm like, bro, it's just fantasy football. Relax. <laughs> He's know, at a whole different you level. You know, like how you see like LeBron and KD just hamming it up in the sideline before games. We're not doing any of that. Today. No, no, no. You guys no, are all business size. Well, I think if there's anything we he know, looked at the- me the way Lambeer looked at Scottie Pippen back in the <laughs> late '80s. That's how he looked at me. Yeah, well, look, let's I get scared it on. the hell out of me. Let's get it on. I, I very much want one of you guys to come through that door tomorrow morning, mm-hmm. looking at the other one like they're less than. Okay, that's what I'm looking for. So just to play off what Chris was just saying right yeah. there, does it? Is it just me? Or does this Raiders – okay, I, I got my theory of why I think the Raiders-Chargers game has a feel for it tonight that maybe we haven't had in a little while. This is the first time the Raiders are going to play at their second home so far. Might actually be their first home. Las Vegas Raiders might be their second home. SoFi might be their first home, okay? You're and not I'm not I'm not lying here. Think, yeah. Whether it's 80% Raider fans or it's not, these are two good squads. You know, I, I don't know how sold I am on the Raiders – but they're three and zero. They beat Baltimore. Mm-hmm. They beat Pittsburgh. Yeah. Who's that third win that they had? Uh, um, Miami. Miami. Okay, took care of Miami. Then you got the Chargers. Who stinks. By Chargers the way. have one loss. Their loss was against Dallas. Could have won that game easily. Who's good? Should have won that game. Right. I think they're three and one now. They, they got are. wins at KC last week. They beat Washington to start off the year. It's a hyped-up game, and I feel like part of this just has to do with you got two really good teams. ESPN's done a fantastic job promoting it. And, you know, you said the best division in football, there might be a question that, okay, well, maybe if it's not the NFC West, it's the AFC West. I think this is I think this is a good one tonight. Well, look, the Chiefs are in last place. 
That tells you all you need to know about how good this division is, at least through the early part. Denver's clearly the weak, the weak league in this chain, but they're 3-1. and one. They've had their first loss of the season. This is a big game for a variety. Number one, let's just put the Raiders are still incredibly popular in mm-hmm. Los Angeles. They're, they are arguably they are. the most popular team mm-hmm. in town. We, the, the, the Rams have made an incredible amount of inroads in this and picking up fans, but the Raiders are a big deal in Los Angeles. But like you said, the Chargers are good, and they have a dude. This this is the thing. This is how you you you're not look. You're not going to flip the switch in one night. Mm-hmm. The Ra- the the Chargers aren't going to win the game tonight, and all those Raider fans throw their silver and black jersey in the trash and go buy a Justin Herbert jersey. But you can start to gain a few people here and there that will turn on it because it's Monday Night Football. That's the other big part of it. And all of a sudden, you have a few more than you had a day ago. You have a few more this season than you had last season. And Justin Herbert's the guy that's going to pull you along if you can win some of these games. And it's going to be like a road game. He's going to have to do it in a hostile environment. It's going to be more Raider fans than Charger Mm -hmm. fans. I'm really curious. I want to get the phones going here because we talk so much about Chargers don't have fans. Are are you out there? Are you going to show up tonight? 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776 on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Or the Raider fan's going to take over. You can take you okay. can or, you can do the representation here too. Or how about this? If you're a Charger fan, and we know there's a very small minority of um, of uh, Charger fans out there, you're going to walk into a hostile environment at SoFi Stadium here in Los Angeles. Your squad is two and one. You got a chance now to take the division lead. And if you're a Raider fan who's going to this game as if uh, the Raiders never left Los Angeles, <laughs> what's that environment going to be like? And I, I think that's, you know, let these, let these two fan Let's bases see. talk a little Let's trash see. to Let's one see another. what the numbers are. I know there was it Vivid Seats or StubHub or one of those apps had it 75-25. So Let's according see. to that stat that you just threw at me, every four or five calls should be a Raider fan. You would think. Well, if it's that four. way. Three or four. Four or five would be 80%. Well, I said I think there's going to be 80% oh, okay. fans. I missed that part yeah. of it. Travis Lee. Not paying attention I to I guess not. It's brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Very quickly, uh, Urban Meyer has already had to issue an apology after four weeks of the season. One in the newspaper because his team stinks, and then earlier today because somebody surreptitiously recorded him on a cell phone getting a lap dance in a bar. Not a strip joint, but some woman kind of grinding up on him in a bar. And he had to apologize today for being a distraction it's either urban uh-huh. meyer or it's jared goff one of the two are going to be brought up oh, brought one up. of the two Give me a break one of the two are going to get okay, brought now, up let's talk about tht and how many points he had in the uh, second quarter yesterday let's not talk about the one thing that was on the internet all day yesterday <laughs> urban meyer getting ground into dust by some random woman i brought it up yeah that's my fault Let's try Vito in your video. Isla Vista. It was your video. <laughs> Vito, you're on with Travis hey. Lee. What's up? Hey, listen, I think in the time of so many celebrities just signing their name on a restaurant and not really doing anything, look at Urban Meyer. I mean, he's giving massages in his own restaurant. I thought it was very admirable of him. <laughs> Admirable is an interesting choice of words, Vito. I mean, detrimental, potentially divorce-inducing, who knows? I mean, well, I mean, him and his wife are going to have to pray on it, just like he prayed on that young co-ed at his bar, you know? (laughs) All right, Vito, thank you for the call. Look, when you put yourself out there as the family guy, i got to spend some time with my family. Oh, I'm having a heart attack. i got to go over here and spend a little time with my family. And then you show up doing that. That phone call's coming. You can't you, that that phone call's coming. I mean that that's pretty aggressive, but yeah. 
You got nothing, Al? You're just going to sit there with that look? Got nothing. Got nothing. <laughs> what I do want, I want these Raiders and Charger fans to go at it. I really do. I, I'm much more interested in Urban Meyer getting uh, lap dances. How about in his Adam in Boyle Heights? Adam, what's going on? You're on the Travis and Sleeva show. What's going on, Adam? Are you uh, are you Raiders? You Chargers here? Where, where, where's your uh, affiliation? Man, look, I'm going to be straight up, man. I'm from L.A. Um, there's no Charger fans out here, man. I drive around uh, for a living. I'm a service technician, and I've never seen a Dodger. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, not a Dodger. A Charger a cap or a jersey. This is a, they don't sell a them here. They don't sell them in L.A. <laughs> they don't. They don't. Um, I don't even know why they came over here, to be honest with you. Uh, I am going to go to the game tonight, mm. and uh, I'm excited because I'm going to be with, like, my 10 buddies of mine. Mm-hmm. But you know you know how Raiders and Chargers, man, I mean, there's going to be fights in the stadium. I'm not promoting it, but it's going to be bad. Okay, Adam, and, uh, I, I got a question for you. Um, let's put all yeah. that to the side for a second. How big of a game is yeah. this for the Raiders? How, how big is – Tonight, Monday Night Football, national stage, you're sitting 3-0, and a chance to really take a two-game lead in the division. How big is this game tonight for the Raiders? I think this game is, is huge because even though um, I'm not a Charger fan, they do have a good squad. I think their quarterback's going to be a superstar in the making. Um, Derek Carr's having an MVP type of, type of year. Uh, the Raider defense is looking really good. Um, and so, yeah, it's huge for the Raiders, um, especially basically playing at home. And so I want to leave it with this. Um, I grew up, uh, like I said, here in Los Angeles. I grew up watching the Raiders in the Coliseum. I was born in 1980. So for me, the Raiders have always, you know, had a stronghold here. And it's, you know, back, back to saying how I drive around. I don't even see Clipper here. And, and they play in Los Angeles. So, I mean, there it is there. I mean, if it's the Raiders, the Dodgers, and the Lakers. Appreciate you calling in. Thanks, Adam. Thanks for calling in. So that's a that's head a- coach of the NFL in his own bar. Sitting there after starting 0 4, complaining yep. to all the players mm-hmm. about let's keep this thing on track, let's stay mm-hmm. focused, let's not let this thing get away. Mm-hmm. The guy that before he'd coached the game yeah. was already getting asked in questions about leaving. In Jacksonville. And we're just going to pretend that that didn't happen yesterday? That's what we're doing? We don't have to pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> I, I just don't see. I, I don't, I don't the see the angle. Hypocrisy isn't interesting to you. I don't see the angle there. <laughs> I'm dumbstruck. I'm completely dumbstruck. If Sean McVay was in that situation, we're just nah. They're not, we're no, if it's Sean McVay, it's, a, it's an that's NFL a head coach. Story. There's only 32 of these guys. This is the guy that's told a lie from the moment he showed up at every job he's ever been to. I, I don't think it. I'm surprised it's by anything Urban story. Meyer does. It is my favorite story. My favorite thing, though, is ask sleep. And we got, by the way, we'll take more of your guys' calls coming up at 10:55. If you're a Chargers Raider side, plus we got a lot of Dodgers. We want to get into Kershaw. A lot, lot more to. Uh, to break down. Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Ask Slee coming up next. All right, Al, dealer's choice. Would you like to start with a tweeted Ask Slee, okay. which you can send to at Travis Rogers, at Alan Slewa, or a phone call Ask Slee? I'm going to go phone call, and let me just throw this out there. We have a lot of Charger fans that just basically lit up the phone lines no Raider fans. You're I don't see one Raider fan on there. Go, let's, go. Let's focus on go. the important things like Ask Slee. Francis in Glendale, you're up first on Ask Slee. What's going on, Francis? Hey, party people. Party people. Uh, I like that. That's a good start. Hashtag Ask Slee. Does Patriots linebackers coach Steve Belichick look like a carnival ride operator who doesn't bother giving out safety instructions? <laughs> Francis, it's Thank a good you, question. I, I had a similar question pop into my mind yesterday. Uh, yes is the answer. Yeah, well, he didn't give out the instructions. He just kind of skipped through the steps. 
Um, it's a great observation, and I appreciate him bringing that yeah, up Steve on the show. Steve Belichick got a lot of camera time last yeah, night. Yeah, he did. He got a lot of that. Well, what was he the, doing? What, I don't what's know. What's going on with his face? It was a lot of active tongue work going on with Steve Belichick. He had his tongue out of his mouth a lot last and, night. And who doesn't awkward. think in a nationally televised game with Tom Brady coming back to <laughs> Foxborough that if you stick your tongue out and make that facial expression that you're not going to get on camera. I'm confused by what I saw. Let's just leave it. Very I'm confused. Not, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure where I want to go with this, but I was very confused. I feel like he's trying to give out signals with his tongue. Like he's trying to he's trying to call plays just Could with his be. tongue. Could be. All right, here comes John. Would you rather wear braces for a year or wear a phantom of the opera mask like Richard Hamilton for one year? Yeah, I'll take the braces. Yeah, we'll just <laughs> Spent about 30 minutes trying to get everything out of my teeth. I can probably use braces. So I, I think this actually, this is one that I'm uh, I'm all in, all in on the braces. Uh, yeah, I you think so. You ever had so. braces? Uh, no, I never did. I probably should have. I got my, my bottom row of teeth are moving around like they probably oh, shouldn't. Too. But yeah. I have a traffic jam, that, jam down there. That face mask thing looks terrible. I, I, don't, I wouldn't want to wear that for a day, much less a year. Give me the braces. Oh, I got to tell a story. I'll tell it later because if I tell it now, everybody's going to say, well, Al's telling stories in the middle of Ask Slee, so I'll, I'll tell it later. Here's Danny. Danny writes, does Slee leave the porch light on when he's out of town <laughs> so that people think that he's home? <laughs> the porch light on, the kitchen light is on. I'll keep the oven on if I have to. Well, everybody know I'm still home. <laughs> You're that on buzzing too. on it's in 95 degrees in the house because the oven's been running for a week. Air conditioning's on. So we try to cover around the corners. Like, okay, here the AC is on. Yeah, we're gonna try the next home. I like you need it. the TV on too, right? I we don't talk today. We have a fantasy football <laughs> no. showdown tonight. I'll talk to you, folks. Yes, <laughs> yes, you leave the TV on. Look, when I, I was home alone this weekend for a good portion of it. You told me about it. I, That's a good – you had some good, good stories. I, had, yeah, I, I, some good I, stories. I enjoyed myself. Yeah. And, yes, I leave the TV on all day long because it feels like there's somebody else home. It's it's the right way to do it. Darb writes, morning, if Slee is at a light and the car turns green but the car in front of him doesn't move, how mm -hmm. many seconds before you lay on the horn? Three seconds. It's a three-second thing. You just won mm -hmm. 1,000, two 1,000. As I'm getting the three little – Double honk, you know, like a quiet double honk. We already talked about this. The long stall honk is you're ready for some biz. Like yeah. this guy could jump out at any time of the car, and he we can, could have a couple quick one, yeah. like a he, you know, yeah, that hey, was kind of like yeah, a let's, heads up. Hey, it's a courtesy. It's green. Let's let's keep it moving. Not, keep it moving. <laughs> that's I'd like to fight. It's a courtesy. And, and, yeah, that's the one that gets the guy out of his car, walking back to yeah. your car. Let me give you an example. On, remember on Friday I was telling the story about going to a Chargers game in San Diego and Raider fans were telling me you can't park here even though the game was located in San Diego, California? Uh -huh. I'm not honking at any of these Move. I'm not a long honk. No, I'm slowly just turning around and going. Love this. Here's a new name. Romello5 says, Hey, Slee, if you and Trav went to the same high school, would you have been friends? Hashtag Ask Slee. I think we would have. I think so, too. Yeah, I have a feeling uh, kind of similar personalities, not too much of an ego. The problem would have been you because you would have it's been – the first time I've heard that. At, at your, <laughs> in your high school world, you know, you're a pitcher. Uh-huh. And you're probably walking around with your Letterman jacket on. You're trying to let everybody know, hey, I got a big game I'm starting on Friday. Everybody already knew. But go ahead. And I'm, uh, you know, I'm trying to get off the <laughs> trying to get off the bench at Granite Hills High School. 
Scratching a few Eagles. minutes. <laughs> Go Eagles. Scratching a few minutes. So you you could have definitely had your nose up a little bit. I could see you having your nose up so a little bit. So one of my good buddies, uh, Brian Beckner, has said that I was basically every 80s movie bully, like a composite of that guy. I was the guy from just one of the guys. It's basically William Zabka yeah. in the, the late 80s. And he's not far. I didn't pick on people. That really wasn't my thing. But put it to you this way. I was pretty pleased with myself when I was in high school. Okay, but can I say something? <laughs> you're you're the kind of guy I could see anybody calls you out and then you're done. Like there's no there's no if you're going to try to bully somebody, you're not the type of bully that's actually a bully. No. You're basically like, uh, okay, you know what? This guy's a good guy. Let's let's call it a day. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. pretty much. But, yeah, I think we would have gotten along. We would have talked about the Lakers and the Dodgers or maybe the Padres if we were down in uh, Granite Hills along the way. All right, uh, Big E, I'm glad Slee was back in Staples Center. Hashtag Ask Slee. Did you leave an eviction notice for the Clippers? <laughs> <laughs> Dear Mr. Balmer, your tenure at Staples Center expires on. Did you leave him one of those? I did not, but my question to you is when you were at SoFi, did you leave Dean Spanos a, hey, <laughs> this is my Venmo account, get your rent in. It's yeah. October 4th. Yeah, you know, rent's due on the 1st. We yeah. do have a grace period until the 5th, but after that we start accruing late fees. It's $50 <laughs> a day, Mr. Spanos. <laughs> Screw this up. Manuel in Gardena has would Sleestack, we know who this one's mm -hmm. from, right? Rather rock a purple suit in public or a leather jean and tank top. Leather, well, if leather jeans is, they're leather pants. They're not jeans by definition or And denim, a tank right? top? Yeah. Yeah, purple suit. Purple suit, you could probably pull that off if you guys look. You Guess can't, I can. It can't be like that Laker purple. That's pretty aggressive. But you could get something. Well, that's you can more blue. You can get away with a Laker purple at a Laker game. What I can't get away with is a tank top uh, at Staples Center. And yeah, just not. You might yeah. look like the Joker though if he has that purple suit. <laughs> could be. Could be. All right. Uh, it's National Taco Day. Question: Hard shell or soft? Hashtag Ask Sleep. Easy. Yeah, these are easy. It's a soft, soft shell. Just simple corn tortilla, guys. We don't got to – let's not overthink this. We can overthink it, and we probably should. We should probably break down salsas and condiments oh, we can definitely and all of these do that. other things. Where, where, where does chicken fall in this? Ahead of fish, behind fish, carnitas, al pastor, lengua. We know that carne asada is the yeah, goat, yeah, so we're just going to move yeah. on from that. Yeah. But there's I a like lot how of... you did that. I like how you gave all the other ones because you're like, look, look done. Tom done. Brady, that's yeah. it. We're yeah. done. It's, Tom, it's, it's, it's the Tom Brady of Taco. We're not having a conversation. That's exactly right. But we will break down the uh, other options on National Taco Day. Hard shell or soft, flour or corn. There's a whole bunch of questions that need to be answered. Astley is brought to you by Key of Carson. This summer, find your next car or SUV at Key of Carson. Hurry in to Key of Carson for the best selection off the 405 at the Carson exit. Go to KiaofCarson.com. Okay, this is what we'll do. Um, we got a lot of Charger fans that I think kind of want to run their mouth a little bit because when I said, well, there's not many Charger fans here. Obviously, this is a Raider town. First caller that we had said he's going to the game. He doesn't even see anybody rock their gear. Chargers-Raiders tonight, Monday night football game, and there is a ton of Charger fans that want to talk a little smack here, so we're going to let them do it. When we come back, stay right here. we got a lot of Dodgers that we're going to get into as well. Travis and Sleeva Show on 710 ESPN.